Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. So why does your Airbnb do so well, Dennis? Hmm, this and other questions to be answered in just a few minutes on how to make a successful Airbnb and Hot Springs Village inside out. I'm Dennis Simpson, your host. Unfortunately, don't have Mr. Randy today. We're tied up with some other things and it's still a beautiful day. We're about to have some serious rain in Hot Springs Village, but uh, it's June and we like rain. Rain is a good thing. It's, uh, it's nourishing. It's replenishing. It keeps me from having to run the sprinklers. Oh, a wildly tangential note that you might want to know. If you live on the lake in Hot Springs Village, any of the 11 lakes in Hot Springs Village, you do not have to pay to take water out of the lake and irrigate your own yard. As a friend of mine said, who is in the sprinkler business, he said, do you want sterile water on your yard or do you want water with fish poop? And I'm like, you know, now that you put it that way, mm-hmm. I, yeah, okay, I guess I do want fish poop. Diane and I started uh, about five years ago. Uh, she was downstairs at our little downstairs bedroom. This is a three-tube bedroom house like everybody else. And as typically in Hot Springs Village, it's a walkout basement because the land is sloped. So all the water comes down to the lake. That's where lakes are at the bottom. And <clears throat> as the water comes down, you know, you, you typically have a slope. And so it's easier to build the downstairs as a build out or as a walkout. So Diane's downstairs and she's walking on the treadmill and looking around. And she says, you know, we heard that article on NPR about Airbnbs. And I said, yeah. And she said, you know, somebody might pay to stay down here in hot Springs village. There are no real requirements or regulations about Airbnbs. You just have to be good guests and good visitors. And you have to go by all the rules and, and protocols. There's no particular rules about Airbnb at this time. And we're hoping it stays that way. Um, self-governing group kind of taking care of ourselves, kind of making sure that everybody uh, plays by the rules. We don't want loud noise after 10 o'clock or things like that, but the long and the short of it is, is that our location and a combination of things really kind of played into this. Number one, we're already paying for the house, right? So we got to live somewhere. Uh, for this unit to be downstairs, uh, the, the unit is on the west-hand side of the house. Uh, our bedroom is on the east side, a floor above and, and pretty far apart, actually. So noise is not really an issue. If if it is, it's, it's very, very tiny. Um, one thing you may need to know about Airbnbs in the village and pretty much all over, 
if you'll remember, what was it? Oh, geez, 20, 30 years ago, uh, the timeshare business was kind of big, pretty successful. And one of the things that they talked about in the timeshare business was, is you can spend your whole week here. And that'd be nice. People don't vacation for a week anymore. I mean, not a set Sunday to Monday week anymore. That's just, it's not really feasible anymore as it used to be. I don't know if we're working harder or what it is, but most times even the the timeshare companies now allow you points and you get so many points per day. And anyway, it's a convoluted system to to still try and break up the fact that people aren't staying a week anymore. As a matter of fact, we were at a meeting the other day and I asked a fellow Airbnb host, I said, what's your typical uh, stay time? And let this sink in. How long do you think the average person comes to Hot Springs Village and stays? Now, I will tell you that our average, and I'm going to guess on this real quick, uh, our average stay, the, the, the distance that they travel, because this varies significantly. We have a lot of South Louisiana or South Arkansas, North Louisiana, mostly North Louisiana, a lot of Texas, a lot of Oklahoma, not so much Memphis and Nashville in that area, but you know, it's six hours, but most times people will drive, uh, typically five to six hours to get here nearly every time. And then they stay for, have you got your answer yet? Ready yet? Five days. No. Four days. No. Three days. Sometimes. Our average stay is 2.7 days, and that's against all four of our units. We have a three, a two, we got a two, two, we got another two, two, and then we have the one downstairs, which is just a one, and we do offer one-night stays, so that does screw the numbers a little, but uh, one of the other gentlemen that I work with who has rentals just across the lake, beautiful units, does a great job at it, he said his average is 2.3. So now as the size of the unit gets bigger, if you had a four bedroom and you had golf communities and whatever, yeah, you might have four or five day, but the, the story here is that short-term rentals is just that it's a short term rental. So you better plan on cleaning every three days. And we have some great staff and I mean, I'm not just saying words here. I mean, great staff to do this exceptional staff to do this. Um, that said, uh, it's a lot of work because typically our guests will check out at 11 a.m. in the morning, and then we have to have it ready by four. So from 11 to four, our crew works like crazy, refinishing hot tubs and topping off supplies and laundry and, and everything you can imagine. And I'm going to go ahead and do a shout out. Karen, you are a queen bee. My Lord, you make things happen for us. Thank you, Karen. Uh, that said, Not everybody has that. And a lot of people have to manage their own. We actually have a same day turn philosophy, which is how one of our keys to success. Uh, Some friends of mine that are out on the East end that have larger units, four bedroom and five bedroom units that are typically on golf courses, because that's most of what's on the East end. um, They have a real problem with cleaning the same day. You have a 10 o'clock checkout and you have a five o'clock check-in, even if you were to, which that's kind of pushing it Uh, for seven hours, you're going to change five beds. You're going to restock a kitchen. You're going to, man, I mean, that really, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, especially to do it in the same day. 
So most of those units don't flip the same day. Many of them have two-day flips. And that is, is that they do not even, you know, if, if you checked out on a Tuesday, you're not checking in on a Wednesday, you're checking in on a Thursday afternoon. So it takes a lot of time to prep these units. Um, but our success, I believe, is that we're very close to the West End. We're about three miles from the West End. So it's easy to get here. You don't have to drive through the middle of the village and all that stuff. Uh, we're, we were were uh, very economically priced. We were a very inexpensive unit, the one downstairs. Uh, until this year, and we raised the rate simply because the demand is through the roof, uh, Transcent, um, a, a company that tracks this kind of thing, says that Airbnb bookings are up about 28% and that the price of them is up about 21%. So just bear in mind that this year in particular, because everybody's kind of getting out after COVID, the numbers are going to be a little higher. You're going to have problems getting a, a, a nicer unit, and you're going to have a, a higher price when you do get there. Um, all of that to say, we do offer kayaks, which is a specialty, and we do offer a lake, which is a specialty. And every one of our units has a hot tub, which is a lot of trouble um, because we have people that, uh, even though we ask them not to, we have people that will uh, think that the the uh, hot tub is a, a splash pool for their kids, uh, and it is not. As a matter of fact, the rules specifically say no one under fourteen in the hot tub. Um, but you know, people break the rules that happens. Uh, and we're not out to be fun suckers. That's not our job. We are actually just wanting to accommodate people in making great memories. And I think we're all going to look back. I know that, that five years ago, the seminal moment in our lives was two eleven. or was nine 11 or 2001, nine 11. And that was a pivotal point for everyone. Since then, uh, the Great Recession has been a pivotal point, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be hopefully another 80 to 90 years before we have another pandemic. And it has changed everything, as you know, everything. Um, we don't stand as close to people anymore. Uh, if somebody coughs, we back up. Well, you cough in Arkansas, you got sinuses, but yeah, you know, there's sinus condition. Um, it's just different. It's a lot different. And I hate it. I really do. I kind of like how we had it before. Well, before nine 11, you walked right through the security line and got on the plane. Now you're taking your shoes off. So there's that. Um, but with every pandemic, with every change, with every seminal moment, there's a defining characteristic. Um, I think one of the defining characteristics in transit talks about this too is that people are not in a rush to major cities. Um, people will go to cities and then they find the rural area outside of that. And that, to some reason, you can see how that's understandable. I mean, cities have not exactly been the great, the best place to be during a pandemic, if you would agree. Um, people want to get away, they want some space. I think it's going to completely change the way we work. One of the features that Airbnb offers now is that they want every host to go to every unit that they host and do a speed test on their phone or some other device and record how fast the internet really is. Not how fast you say it is, but how fast it really is. And that's a big deal because, you know, you have a lot of remote, remote workers. Well, we take for granted, we just flippantly say, well, they're a remote worker. 
Well, what you may not factor in is that remote workers nearly 100% of the time need a VPN. That's a virtual private network, an encrypted connection. Basically, instead of traveling over the internet and just saying, hey, I'm working on my stuff, you call another point on the other end and you say, hey, it's just you and it's just me and we're just going to work together. So a VPN, right? You're saying, why are you going into such detail, Dennis? Because a VPN typically takes 50% of your bandwidth. Oh, we're great. We've got a 50 meg network. Yeah, no, you've got a 25 meg network. We're have th- just have three or four people working. Each one of those dividing that speed in half. Mm-mm. No, I had a great booking during the pandemic, uh, probably late 2020. Uh, I had a group of five nurses. They were traveling nurses. They uh, wanted to stay in one of our three, two bedrooms. Uh, they were all inoculated. They were all, you know, they were, they had everything prepped and they said, what's your internet speed? And I said, well, I've got a little Wi-Fi modem. That's usually 65 megs or so. And they were like, no, just can't do that. And I'm like, really? Uh, that next week, uh, I dropped that service and went to Suddenlink and got a 400 meg connection. And we haven't had that problem since. So anyway, all that to say, fast internet, easy access, beautiful grounds. Everybody likes a nice ground, likes a nice yard. Um, high, high, high security. I think that's probably a factor we overlook when we talk about the village. We, It's the X. It's the given. It's the known is that you just have great security. Well, not everybody knows that. Um, as I've said many times, out the West Gate, we have 86% of the national crime rate. Out the East Gate, we had 86% of the national crime rate, uh, 86, 88 and 86, respectively. Inside the village, we have 13.2% of the national crime rate. We went 37 years without a homicide. Little Rock doesn't go a week without a homicide. Now, there's more people there, I'll grant you. But crime is just, it's not a thing. It really isn't. Um, uh, there's petty theft. There's, you know, adolescent mischievous, there's so forth. But there's not really major crime per se. As, as Chief Middleton, who unfortunately just resigned and, and retired, fantastic guy, as he would say, we have everything a big city has. We just don't have as much of it which I think is very well put, but, but let's recap great location, lake, kayaks, water, a uh, 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 hot tub, uh, great yard, great landscaping, uh, great internet, very low, very low crime, just virtually not an issue at all. We literally, literally, and I don't even mind saying this on the internet, our downstairs unit is unlocked. When you come in to get the key, the door is unlocked. Just come on in, get the key. Well, but, but, but we have a a camera on the doorbell. We know exactly who comes and goes. We know who comes and goes through the main gates because it's a gated community. So everybody gets identified. It's, it's not like you think it's a, it's a very, very secure system. Um, All of that said, it's just been very successful. And, And I don't mind telling you. Uh, our occupancy rate at the unit downstairs has been at, at all four of our units has been 94%. The average, the average is under 60. It's typically about 52 to 55 lakefront properties, 60 to 65, 92 to 94%. Um, 
If you'd like to visit us at D&D Village Properties, this is not just a shameless plug, but if you'd like to visit us at D&D Village Properties, all of our properties are listed there. We go from a one bedroom to three bedrooms, uh, all of them on the lake, all of them beautiful properties. We take a great deal of pride in making sure that you have a fantastic stay. Um, If you have any more questions about Airbnb, I'm happy, and I mean that, happy to help you answer those. I've helped several people navigate the waters about how to start an Airbnb, how to get set up, uh, what trips and foibles you may have. Happy to contact you. You can contact me, Dennis, at hsvinsideout.com or Dennis at ddvillageprop.com. Either one. I will answer each one and every one of your questions. Uh, I do offer private consulting, but it's typically not free, like the emails and the phone calls are. So at any rate, Happy to help you. Looking forward to your Airbnb stay. Looking forward to seeing you in Hot Springs Village. For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.